0: Hi guys. Welcome to today's podcast. So I didn't do um, a podcast in a long time. Um so, oh, I did one I think the last week, but not this week. So before the weekend, I'm going to do another one. So this today's podcast story is called The Dale Grab. When the weather was good, The Bradley family often went for a walk in the Debyshire Dales. Today, the children had gone on ahead because the grown-ups had stopped for a rest. Brendan and Serena had never been in this particular dale before. There was a steep rock face on one side and they pretended they were mountains. The bottom of the dale was overgrown with bushes. Sorry, that's nice, baby sister. She's really crying. Nice. And nettles, and quite large pieces of rock were strewn into the path where they were now walking in single file. Brandon looked back and called to his sister hurry up, there's a cave up here. She was just about to ask where when she heard a strange voice deep and hollow. She thought at first that Brendan was playing some game, but then she saw he was standing stock still, listening just as she was, voice grunted again. Oh dear, ouch, I'll never get out, Ow! I think it's coming from the cave over there, said Brendan. Let's just... Creep a bit closer and find out what it is. Oh no, let's go back. I'm frightened, said Serena. It's all right, we'll be careful. If we creep up behind those bushes, we can see the cave without being seen ourselves, said Brendan. As he crept forward steeply, Serena followed him, too scared to remain alone. They heard more puffing and grunting as they crouched down behind the bushes. Serena could see the cave now, through the plants growing near the entrance, and it wasn't very big. The puffing grew louder. Then they heard the deep, hollow voice again. Oh dear, I wish I hadn't come in here. I'll never get out. Oh my goodness me. Suddenly there was a deep cough. And a large puff of smoke came out of the cave. This was enough for Brendan. Come on, let's get out of here. As Serena turned, she tripped and kicked a pebble. As it bounced along the ground, there was a surprised silence from the cave. When a voice said, please don't run away, I won't hurt you. I promise I'm not fierce or cruel. Everybody always thinks that. Dragons are always fierce and hungry, so I never have any friends. I'm very lonely. He licked his big red nostrils with an equally big red tongue and wisps of smoke still hanging round them. Disappeared, then he spoke again. My name is Stride, he boomed. I live in this dale. And you are the first humans who have ever been kind enough to stop when I called to them. The voice went on. I'll just clear these bushes away and then we can see each other. Don't you think that's a good idea? Wait a minute. Don't be afraid. I won't hurt you. Suddenly a great sheet of flame leaped through the high grass and bushes between the children and the cave. There was a loud crackling and hissing as the giant material disappeared in flames. The children were much too frightened to speak or move. The flames died down, and as the wisps of grey-blue smoke cleared, they saw him. He was about half way out of the cave. His head was almost as big as an elephant's, but it was shaped rather like a horse's. His eyes were black and his nostrils big and red. He seemed to squat over his front legs, which were strong and short, and great yellow claws showed from the ends of them. He was a deep green colour striped like a tiger with bright orange stripes. He looked very strong, very fierce and very handsome. The children stayed still, hardly breathing. Then Brendan managed to stammer. You're a bit frightened. Oh, please don't be frightened, said the dragon. I'm not going to hurt you. You know, it's just that I'm so big and ugly. That's what makes you scared, he went on. I want to talk, that's all. I'm so lonely. I never have anyone to talk to, because everyone is so frightened of me. The dragon shifted his great legs slightly and sniffed unhappily. This made the children stiffen, but they were beginning to realise that the dragon meant them no harm. What do you like to eat? asked Brendan, rather anxiously. Seriously enough, replied the dragon. I have very small appetite. I eat grass and berries when I can get them. In fact, I like all fruit, but it means leaving the dale to get it. And I can only do that at night because I might be seen. Serena, Serena, who had not yet spoken, whispered, You're out today and we've seen you. Ah, well, that's different, he said. This cave is rather small and I don't usually stay here. I got cramped so badly I came out so I came out to stretch myself, and then of course I saw you two. Serena grew a little bolder. I don't think you're ugly at all, she said. I think you're nice. How kind you are, said Stride. I'm so pleased I saw you. What are you doing in the day? Renan explained. We're out for the afternoon with our parents. They've stopped for a rest. Stride yawned. Excuse me, I'm tired. I didn't sleep very well yesterday, so you're with your parents. Didn't you sleep last night? Asked Serena. The dragon closed his eyes. I know. I never sleep at night, you know. I have to go... Out at night and sleep during the day I have arranged my life like that. But how? But now the children were growing braver and moved nearer to Stride in order to get a closer look at him. Almost immediately they heard voices and Stride quickly got to his feet, making the children jump back in alarm. Is that your parents? he asked. said Brendan, it's someone coming down from that end and he pointed up the dale where by now a number of people were coming in this the children could see that it was a party of walkers moving towards them, they had packs on their backs Serena turned to Stride to ask him about what he was going to do and found he disappeared as she turned back to Brendan. The first walker came up. Hello, he said. Isn't it hot? Have you any idea how far it is to the footbridge over the river? Well, it's a quite a long walk, said Brendan. I don't know exactly how far. I'm not very good at judging distances. That's all right, laughed the hiker. Just as long as we're heading in the right direction. The rest of the party reached the children greeting them carefully and passing on as the children watched them go. They heard one say, I'm sure I can smell smoke a few minutes ago. There was a hollow cough behind them and they turned quickly to see Stride stretching his legs out contentedly as he lay in the hot sunshine. How did you do that? asked Serena. How did I do what? said Stride. Disappear like that as soon as those people appeared. Stride snorted and wisps of smoke, tail his nest. disappear, not me, he said. These people didn't see, you," said, went to Dragon Smith, stiffed. They're grown-ups, aren't they? They wouldn't see a dragon because they don't believe in them. He scratched his nose with a giant claw and added, grown-ups can't see anything they don't believe in. I didn't know that, said Serena, but we couldn't see you either. That's right, we couldn't, said Brendan, sitting down on a large piece of rock. (laughs) That's because you were thinking about those people, replied Stride. That's what happens when you're not concentrating. Mum's always telling Brendan that he doesn't concentrate enough, thus Serena. Shut up! grumbled Brendan. Just wait and see what she says to you when you tell her you've seen a dragon. Before Serena could reply, Stride said, I shouldn't bother if I were you. Do you mean don't tell mum, said Serena. The dragon moved in to a more comfortable position. I mean don't tell anyone, he said. They'll only say what imaginations that you children have might as well keep it to yourself that's a pity said Brendan it's not everyone who's met a dragon it would be great to tell my friends please yourself said stride but don't say I didn't tell you what to expect Serena settled down on a rock beside her brother The sun shone and the insects wiggled from flower to flower on the dale side. Stride's right, Brendan, she said. Everyone would make fun of us. It's our secret. It's lovely, and I'm not going to tell anyone else. She looked over at Stride, who seemed to be dozing. I think you're a very handsome dragon, she said. Her voice sounded very sleepy. She may not even have heard Dad's reply. Thank you, dear, he said. You're very kind. The grown-ups were very warm and a bit irritable as they hurried to catch up with children. Just look at that, said Dad. Who was in the lead? Mum came up and looked over his shoulder. Among the narrow path, the two children were half lying, half sitting among some boulders. They were very still and mum said, They look as if they're asleep. Their voices roused the dozing children. Hello you two, wake up and we'll go and have a cup of tea, said mum. Then dad saw the charred bushes. Look at that, he said, some careless fellow has been throwing charity ends down. They should have more sense this dry weather. Everything's as dry as Tinder. Brendan and Serena smiled knowingly at each other as they stood up and followed their parents. The party moved on up the path. The dale widened into a grassy paddock and the rock sides became much less steep. The silent children saw the top of a bus over the stone wall in the distance. There's the road, Dad said. I can see our car now. As the four reached a gate in the wall, Serena tugged at her brother's shirt. Look, she whispered, look at that. He looked up and saw a wooden side post with three words on it. Footpath to Stridesdale. Serena stood for a moment and looked back along the dale Magic, she said. And that's the end. Hope you guys liked today's motorcar story and I hope you come back next week for another one. Bye guys.